Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Sully Baseball. This is the podcast where we talk about baseball 52 weeks out of the year. There is no offseason, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this on December 8th, 2017 from the Sully Baseball Studio in Pasadena, California, overlooking the historic Rose Bowl. Hey, I haven't done this as a daily podcast for a while, but man, I am getting flashbacks to the days when I did do the daily podcast because I recorded one last night and I was talking about my thoughts on Otani and my thoughts on the Angels, and I felt that the Angels were passing up a chance to have a guy who could potentially be a solid pitcher for them and a solid hitter for them and give them some additional star power along with Trout, and I blame the presence of Albert Pujols and his monumental contract. And so, like the days when I did the daily podcast, that became instantly dated because it looks like today Otani is signing with the Angels. And, I mean, look at I'm I'm not an Angels fan by any stretch of the imagination, but I want to see them do well in a way because I want to see... I'd like to see Mike Trout in the World Series. I'd like to see them do well, and 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 it would be fun. Now, I stand by my original statement that if the Angels are to bring in Otani and they could use him as a designated hitter, then it is time to get rid of Albert Pujols. I think that you know they got rid of Josh Hamilton. Pujols is 32 hits away from hit number 3,000. Does anyone care? I mean, I guess it's fun. I guess it's cool. But Pujols is almost just about cooked. I gave the solution Batum ninth uh, so he could see more fastballs from Mike Trout. But if you're going to have Otani and you want to use his bat and his arm, then you have to put the letters D, F, and A designate Albert Pujols for assignment. That's all there is to it. And if you want him to get that 3,000th hit in an Angels uniform, then, you know, get those 32 hits and then toodaloo. I stand by the fact that saying goodbye to him and paying his last four years of his contract may not be the dumbest thing in the world. Paying an additional $114 million for Albert Pujols to play somewhere else may not be the dumbest thing in the world for the Angels to do because they're going to have to pay the money. This is the point I made yesterday. If you're going to have to pay the man the money, it may make the team better to have him play somewhere else. You may not agree with me. Explain to me why I'm wrong. But Otani is with the Angels, and I find that to be interesting. The most interesting aspect of it is not his bat, because I think that you take a look at the Angels and you take a look at how they look going into um, you know, how they look going into next year, and you have Upton and you have Cron and you have a bunch of players who are who will be able to hit well in the lineup. The the pitching staff, if he is even a decent number three starter, this has made the Angels better. Now, I hope he's a success. But, man, I big, big flashback to a podcast instantly being obsolete because I really thought he was going to go to the Mariners. All right, so the Angels got that. And who knows? Look at it, as I said yesterday, 
who knows if he's going to be the success he may I, the way the angels have been if he's an adequate pitcher and a decent hitter then that's an improvement an adequate pitcher is better than what the angels had last year for their starting rotation and a decent hitter i'm sorry you look at what albert pujols is it, by all by all metrics, save for home runs and RBIs, he was mediocre yesterday, last year, yesterday, Jesus. So if you're slightly better than mediocre, you have made an improvement. So the bar is somewhat low if you see the glasses, I don't know, right smack dab in the middle with the Angels. Angels have to put a winning product on the field. The Angels have to put Mike Trout in the postseason. He's played three postseason games. And yes, he didn't particularly fare well in the first two games where one home run in the ninth inning in games one and two of the division series against the Royals would have meant a victory. But do you know what? You can't put it all on Trout. Eventually, you have to put a team around him. And this is insane. This is not his first year. I mean, I'm really, I mean, I'm really, really starting to think about the superstars that I want to see have a highlight, and Trout is first and foremost. So, anyway, that's that's that. Um, Otani is is Anaheim bound, um, so let's be thankful for that. Uh, if you're an Angels fan, and and if you're a uh, if you're a Ranger fan or a Mariner fan, one of the teams that I thought had a really good chance at going for them, well, now's your chance to find improvement elsewhere. Welcome to the damn Angels Otani. Let's stick, for those of you who um, think of me of having East Coast bias, let's stick, please, to the West Coast and the Oakland A's. The Oakland A's are... You know, in what are we in the second straight decade of trying to figure out what's going on with their stadium? They were gonna, they were looking at places that would be potential uh, landing spots for the A's new stadium. And everyone was thinking, okay, it looks like Laney College in Oakland. That's near, you know, there's, it's, it's centrally located, all this other stuff. And all of a sudden, Laney College said, no, no, not interested. Bye-bye. We don't want the A's here. The A's were flabbergasted and like, well, what are we going to do? And all of a sudden, what the they were thinking about design and everything like that. And now that's off the table. Now, they're not going to build it near the docks. They're not going to build it uh, by Laney College. There are three options of what is going to happen with the Oakland A's. And this is really, really where one of the things that Bud Selig dragged his feet about, and, and Manfred has to step up right now. Manfred has to step up big time right now because there are three options. Now, one is as... Plain as the nose on your face. Yes, you. It looks like the Warriors are going to want to move. The Raiders are going to move. That means the Oakland Coliseum area right there off of the 880 
is there's a lot of room there as it is right now with the parking lots and a lot of empty parking spaces. You build a new stadium there. And I've made the suggestion, I'm going to do a video about this later in this offseason, that you turn it into a laboratory, a stadium with all the new, or you have a good seats and good ballpark, but all the experimental things of making the experience of going to a ballpark different, it becomes part of the attraction. You go see what elements of future ballparkdom is going on in Oakland as the franchise is a franchise of innovation and forward thinking, whether it's the weird green uniforms or pushing for the designated hitter or for Moneyball or for whatever, and you try new things in the stadium. It becomes kind of a laboratory where the A's play because they're playing here in the, in the Silicon Valley where there's innovation and technology and everything like that and lots of money. Believe me. Your pal Sully worked in the tech industry for four and a half years in Silicon Valley. Cisco and HP. I've seen these companies. They are overflowing with money. There's a lot of money in the Bay Area. You can't get a studio apartment in San Francisco for less than four quadrillion dollars. Look it up on Zillow. Quadrillion. There's money there, and there's space there, and they're already playing there. People are already used to going there, and they don't have to displace houses or anything like that. They don't have to displace businesses. We don't have to listen to the, it'd be really good for the local economy bullshit. There, here's your parking lot. Build it there. Okay? The A's don't apparently want to do that. They want to be in a different location. We all know where the A's want to go. They want to go to freaking San Jose. And San Jose wants them. But they can't because of the Giants and the weird agreement that they have for carving up the regions, the, 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 the regions of the Bay Area, which is antiquated. The most advanced high-tech region in the whole freaking country is using an antiquated television marketing region advertising carving up of their territory, which is totally irrelevant. It may have been relevant in the 90s, but it's not the 90s. It's not even the 2000s. It's the 2010s, and we're almost into the 2020s. Our media is consumed a little bit differently now. And the notion of, well, this is an A's region, this is a Giants region, is insane. So here's one thing where the commissioner of baseball has to step up. You have one-thirtieth of the franchises in the country playing in a situation where they're in a overwhelmingly rich market, but they can't figure out where they're going to play. And the place it fits is San Jose, and they have to work out an agreement with the San Francisco Giants to have the A's in San Jose. And if you could put the Nationals in Washington in a region that was firmly Baltimore, as they did in 2005, where they were encroaching on a television territory that Nationals were against Baltimore, 
then you can do this because the A's have been there since 1968. They've been there since Lyndon Johnson was the president. Okay? This is not a new team coming into the market. All right? You can't have one-thirtieth of your teams dying on the vine because of some antiquated television rights advertising package. You can't do that. If you're the commissioner of baseball, you're going to have to put your foot down and do something about it. Or turn to part three. And that is, and believe me, I don't want this. But there comes a point where you sometimes have to look at this and say, is this really an option now? And that is divorce. And that is moving out. I think about some people in my life when they finally got divorced and situations that were, you want to stay together. You want it to work out. And in the end, you realize you're just pushing away the divorce question because I don't even want to face that. I don't want to say those words. But sometimes... It's exactly what you're supposed to do and will solve problems that would be painful initially. But for the Oakland Athletics, this has been a painful marriage. In fact, it's been painful for the A's since they were in Philadelphia. Think about I've talked about this before, but it's becoming clearer and clearer. When Connie Mack was getting too old to run the team, in the 1950s when they are in Philadelphia, but he wouldn't give up on the team. The team fell into disarray, and the Phillies in Philadelphia took over the city, went to the World Series. There were more Phillies fans than A's fans, and it became clear that the city couldn't handle two, and oddly, for one of the few times in the history of Philadelphia baseball that the athletics dominated for decades and decades, finally the Phillies took control of a very small window of opportunity, and it was long enough for the A's to want to leave. And they left for Kansas City. And when they were in Kansas City, it was a disaster. The owner basically had a working relationship with the Yankees, and they treated the team like a minor league team. It was a catastrophe. And the A's were looking at L.A. Because there was no team out in L.A. yet. And their eyes were just longing to be the team of Los Angeles. But the owner died before he could do anything. Charlie Finley bought the team and then offered to move the team anywhere but Kansas City. So no matter where they've been since they were in Philadelphia, they've been looking around for a better situation. They don't want to play in Scheib Park or Connie Mack Stadium anymore. They want a new park, and they wind up going to Kansas City. We don't want to be in Kansas City. We want to move to Louisville, which they almost did, to Atlanta, which they almost did. They played footsie with San Diego, Dallas, Seattle, until finally picking Oakland and almost immediately landing in Oakland. They wanted out of Oakland. They won those three straight World Series in Oakland and still couldn't draw. So they nearly moved to Denver. They nearly moved to New Orleans. And they've been playing in the Coliseum, which they've hated forever. So when you look at it, this is a franchise. This isn't a new situation. 
This is a franchise that since the final days of World War II have been looking around saying, we don't like where we are. We wish we were somewhere else. And even if we are in a place, we wish we were playing somewhere else. And you're looking and saying, this is just years and years of compounded anxiety. Their greatest run they've ever had, winning three straight world championships in the 1970s, is constantly reminded that, hey, even though they won three straight World Series titles, they were never really satisfied with where they were. Their next great stretch was in the 80s during the Canseco, Maguire, Ricky Henderson, Dave Stewart, Tony LaRussa years, which was probably the lone time they really drew well. And we didn't realize it, but that was the apex of the franchise. And that was the time that the Giants nearly moved out, of which they would have owned the Bay Area. And since then, since the Giants sticking around, they don't get San Jose, they don't get to own the Bay Area. The Raiders moved back in, put a monstrosity in center field that ruined what was an okay but kind of cold stadium. And now the Raiders are going to move, and they're stuck with a shit stadium. And all these years have compounded Philly, KC, Oakland. We wish we were in San Jose. We wish we were in Denver. We wish we were in Los Angeles. We wish we were anywhere else. Do you want... Maybe it's time to go. I don't want them to go. I like the A's in Oakland. When you go to an A's game, you see fans who love their team. Yeah, there's only 15,000, 16,000 fans there, but you look around and they love their A's. I know from my time in the Bay Area, I know so many people who are just diehard A's fans and love them. When you go to the game... It's infectious. I wish you could all go there because it's in a crappy stadium. And there's like, I was there for years where they were contending. Going to the playoffs. And there was only 15,000, 16,000 people there. But those people love their teams. And not only they love them, they knew all the players. There were no casual fans there. They loved them. They had great pride in that. And it would break my heart knowing that those fans were going to have their team ripped from them because the Oakland A's don't want to play in the parking lot, even though that's the ideal place for them to play, or that the commissioner of baseball can't work out an agreement with the Giants saying, hey, this agreement is antiquated. Knock it off. But it may come to that. If the A's don't want to build a new park in the in the the Coliseum parking lot, and the Giants won't let them play in San Jose, they can't keep playing in the Coliseum. This is unattainable. And there are markets where they could land and say, "We welcome you. We welcome you." Will they be the Montreal A's? Will they be the Charlotte A's? Will they be the San Antonio A's? Will they be the Portland A's? I don't know. I want them to be the Oakland A's. That's what I want. They are the Oakland A's. They've been the Oakland A's as long as they've been around. They've been consistently 
one of the most fascinating franchises in baseball because of how creative, different, and sometimes bananas that they are. But the fact of the matter is this. They can't keep playing like this. This is the the two things that should be on the commissioner's plate right now is figure out what the hell is going to go on with the Rays and the A's. Now, the Rays are a totally different situation than Oakland. Oakland's playing in a region that is flowing with money. The San Francisco Bay is, is like a golden bay. I don't know. That didn't come out right. There's so much money there that the idea of not finding enough to build a stadium is totally bonkers. But your pal Sully is also not a believer in using public funds. You can't say we're going to strip down the police department, the fire department, and education and not pave the roads. But hey, we happen to find $700 million behind the cushion. Here's Here's a baseball palace for the A's. There's enough money and enough rich people and enough investors that you could build a stadium in the freaking parking lot and have it be a unique baseball experience. But plan C is move. And maybe, just maybe, the A's can find happiness in a park in a region that's their own. They shared Philadelphia with the Phillies to the point where it was no longer attainable. They never really wanted to be in Kansas City. And they wound up landing in Oakland and sharing it and never becoming the team, even when they put together one of the most entertaining and successful franchises in the game. And it's, it's sad because I want to see them win. I don't even have the, the Sean Doolittle connection anymore. He's with Washington. But I've been to so many games there, I'd like to see them win. I think it would be a fun story to see them win. I know enough A's fans that I know what it would mean for them. But here we are. Here we are looking up, and they're in this situation. And the one and two seems so easy for me. But if they aren't, why they don't want to build in the parking lot, I don't know. But it looks like they don't want that. And it looks like Major League Baseball may not let them build where they want to build, which is San Jose. Then you look to part three. The painful divorce. I have two friends of mine. I'm just going to call them Mike and Jen. That's not their names. I loved them as a couple. I did. I loved both of them dearly. And that when they were becoming unhappy, I remember as an outsider thinking, oh, but I want them to stay together. They're Mike and Jen. They're not really Mike and Jen. Those are just the generic names. These are based on two real people who I knew in my stand-up comedy days. And then when I found out that they were d- divorcing, I was, it was like a friend being torn apart. But now they're both remarried. They both have wonderful spouses and are doing very different things. And they're living in very different parts of the world right now. And one of them lives in another country. And I look up and I say, man, if they had stayed together, they would have been miserable. And it would have been selfish. And 
for them to stay together to appease their friends who have been good friends to them. Well, maybe that's the situation with the A's. Maybe if they were the Portland A's, the city of Portland would embrace them like crazy. They would be they would never have to worry about the stadium or the fan bases or the TV contract because they'd be going crazy for them. If they were the Charlotte A's, if they were the San Antonio A's, if they were the Albuquerque A's or the Montreal A's, whatever team they are, ripping a team from a fan base is a last resort. Now, coldly, the A's being ripped from Oakland is not as heartbreaking as something like the Montreal Expos being ripped away from Montreal because there's another team in the region. Now, that would be heartbreaking for the diehard fans who show up there waving their golden uh, green flags and living for the team. And it would, my heart would break for them. But you can't have one of the franchises in baseball spiraling around, flailing around like a spider that fell in the toilet. And you have to start looking at plan C. Maybe it would be better for the A's to play somewhere else. Maybe it was a mistake coming to Oakland. Maybe if they had moved to Seattle or Dallas or Atlanta or San Diego, they would not be in that situation. But you can't put the proverbial toothpaste back in the tube. So, this has been going on long enough. This has been going on, Mike and Jen, long enough that maybe you're like, maybe we have to start looking at plan C. Because plans A and B make so much sense, but if it's not going to work, then you got to make hard decisions. And this is going to be one of the hardest decisions that Commissioner Manfred has to make. But guess what? The A's have to have a solution, and it's been going on way too long. We all knew when Loria left the Expos to take over the Marlins, and the Expos were left there without an owner, and they needed to move out of Montreal because there was no stadium going to be built there. The franchise was not going to work at that point. Loria had driven into the ground, and no other owner could, was going to pick it up. If another owner came in, picked it up, said, I'm building a new stadium, we'd still have baseball in Montreal right now. We'd still have it, but we don't. And at that moment, when it was clear that no one was going to save the day in Montreal, it became clear that there was only one thing to do with that franchise. And that was to move them to Washington. Because they had a stadium that you could play there. And you had a market that you could put a ball club into. And the only thing, it was came clear there in 2001 when this debacle happened. But we sat to sit through 2002, 2003, and 2004 with the charade of baseball owning the Expos, keeping the team in Montreal while negotiating to figure out, well, we're not sure what we're going to do with it. Everyone knew what you were going to do with it. You're going to move to Washington. You had to come up with an agreement with the ownership of the Orioles to put a new team in there. 
And it was dragged out for three years. And it was a disgrace. It was one of the biggest disgraces in baseball history. Well, guess what? That disgrace is on the hands of Selig. Now it's Manfred's turn. And you want to show me you're a better commissioner than Selig. Then you come up with a solution now. Now, in this offseason. Figure it out. If Are we going to build in Oakland? You don't want that. You want San Jose. Giants won't let you. Then we're gonna, we have to move. Figure it out. Because if you just let it fester, then we're going to sit here and watch the A's be in an unattainable stadium situation for years and years, and that's a disgrace. Come up with a solution. This is not a new problem. We need to come up with a solution now. And plan C, I hate to see the A's move elsewhere. But do you know what? If that's the case, then sadly, that's the case. And maybe the team will flourish in a new city. And all of a sudden, what was a down part of baseball, which is the situation of the A's, becomes positive Because the franchise is healthier and a new market is claimed. Someone's going to get hurt. People get hurt in divorces. And there is no solution to the A's that will make everyone happy. But what you can't have a solution is that makes nobody happy. And that's what we currently have. So figure it out. It's not going to be Laney College. That's up to if, that's Laney College's prerogative. They don't want to have the A's there. That's their prerogative. And they don't want to build there, but you've got to come up with a solution and have a sense of urgency now. Watch. By the time this one gets posted, we're going to find out that the A's are on their way to Las Vegas. So go to SullyBaseball.com. Like me on Facebook, where I have an iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. Pleading the case to come up with a solution for the A's. This has been the Sully Baseball Podcast for the 8th day of December 2017. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.